0: Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, Lesson 74. Hello and welcome to the fourth poem in our poetry series. I'm here today with Farid Shafi Nuris. Salam, Farid.
1: Salam, Leila John.
0: <laughs> um, so today... We are breaking from these. Our, our poems have been getting progressively heavier and heavier. And today we thought we'd break from that a little bit and come and to a short and up. sweet poem. <laughs> very short, very sweet, very easy to memorize. And that is the poem uh, by Khayyam.
1: Omar Khayyam, Omar a Khayyam. 11th century Persian mathematician, astronomer, and poet who was born in the city of Nishapur. That's right. Which is in the northeastern part of Iran. And what is Neishapur also known for besides Omar Khayyam is pottery.
0: Okay, with the little birds on it. With the on birds it. on yes. it. Yes. <laughs> I have some of that pottery. And Khayyam wrote a very specific type of poem called the
1: rubaiyat <laughs> and and we have as we've done so many different styles now we've done modern from sohrab and furur to the masnavi with rumi 12th mm-hmm. century here we have a simpler version of poetry called rubaiyat which is basically a four part uh, uh qu- Quatrain, quatrain, quatrain mm-hmm. yes, and the quatrain here, uh, as as you know, there's different styles of poetry. You have the qazal, you have the uh, the roba'yat, the four quatrant. It is rhythmic. Mm-hmm. It's simple. It has a it has a message, mm-hmm. and you you see Chayam's poetry expressed through the roba'yat,
0: right? And Chayyim was very, like you said, he was a carpe diem type of person. Living in the moment. Living in the moment. And this poem is one of my absolute favorites. It was one that my grandfather uh, wrote out and had framed for all of us. He loved this poem. (laughs) He um, had me memorize it, and we would always recite it together. So it plays a very special place in my heart. Um, For my wedding, actually, I had it written out on all the tables, um, as like a theme for for life.
1: I I was I was honored to have met your grandfather. That's right. He he was like a character out of a book when I met him. He was dressed in a coat with a hat, and Layla has has been reciting this one poem for me <laughs> for the past twenty years. Right. And and it's a privilege to to actually dive deep into these four lines because even though it's four simple lines, I'm sure Layla and I will be able to talk about it for. The next 30 minutes.
0: Right. And the language of this poem, remember, is a little bit more classical. So there, it's not necessarily how we would talk today, like Furukh poems or Sohrab Seperi's poems would be. So uh, there is a little bit more to talk about with the language. But mm-hmm. um, without much further ado, let's have Fayyad read us the poem.
1: Chayom. <laughs> yes, he begins the poem with his own name.
0: By addressing himself.
1: He yeah. addresses himself. Chayam. <laughs> I got masti <laughs> khosh bash ba mah rohi agar neshasti khosh bash chon aqebat kar jahaniasti ast engar ke nisi cho hasti khosh bash notice how when i there is some intonation that i'm i'm, I'm putting behind because i'm i'm making it very conversational cuz it's yes. a conversation with himself he's And obviously, this can be recited in so many different ways. But Mm -hmm. let's go back to the first line.
0: And let's first say what khushbash means, because obviously that gets repeated a lot. Khush is the word for happy. But I almost hesitate to translate it as happy because it's not quite happy. It's more like glad or in a good, good spot or...
1: Uh, chill, um, blissful, blissful, yeah, cheerful, yeah. delighted, festive, gay, very right. pleasant, Mary. pleasing, sweet. Yeah. Uh, all, be
0: glad. I like be glad. Be glad. Right.
1: Yeah. Or or chill out. Right. You know, it's almost <laughs> as hey, chill out. Like yeah. Because Hayom, he's like, he's saying, hey, dude, he's talking to himself. Chayom. I got Zibod, And what is I got? If. If, yep. I got ZI. Of I got zebode if of the cup. I got zebo masti if of the cup you have become intoxicated. If your cup has brought you intoxication, if you are if you have become drunk, be happy. Okay. Have
0: fun. So if you are drunk off a cup of wine. Be happy.
1: Yeah, like basically don't don't let the nervousness of the world seep into your soul. Chill out, dude. You're you're having a glass of wine. Right. <laughs> and then he goes off to the second line.
0: Which is a moon-faced person. Mm-hmm. So in Iranian culture, we've talked about this before, the image of this moon-faced woman, that's the most beautiful Archetype mm-hmm. is, a, is a woman with the face of a moon. So like a round face <laughs> would like join the eyebrows. Right. So if you're sitting and with a the moon And a bunch of cater, faced, <laughs> <the> craters. Right. <laughs> if you're sitting next to a moon-faced girl, be glad.
1: Kosh <laughs> when, And When Persians want to say to one another, God, you you are so beautiful. You are so perfect. We say you are just like the moon. Exactly. You have become so much like the moon. <laughs> and, and probably if you tell a non-Iranian that they look like the moon, they would probably be like, are you calling me fat? Right, yes,
0: but in Persian culture, it's quite <laughs> it, a compliment. It's
1: a compliment. So here, khayyam in the second line, at first he's like, Chayam, if you are, if you're having a glass of wine, chill out and enjoy it. In the second line, he's saying, and if you're sitting next to a babe, you know enjoy it if you're right. sitting next to someone that's beautiful if you're if you're enjoying your glass of wine with the beautiful moon-faced lover beloved and right. and here again let's talk about the fact that some people will say well this is not really about this is not about the moon faced lover. This is about God.
0: Right, right. And, or and, getting drunk off of wine. This uh, is about being intoxicated. Yeah, off God. it's about right.
1: like repeating the same mantra 90 times with your eyes closed right. in the corner. Or it's because you're actually drinking some shiraz. Right. You know, that's probably 10th century. Right. And I wonder what that would taste now in the, in the 21st century. But, right. Chun o gibati jahan. Nistias, and mind you, I've been hearing this poem from Layla <laughs> for twenty years.
0: <laughs> yes. So means the conclusion. Kare jahan is the the work of the world of,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So the conclusion of the world because the conclusion of this world <laughs> is nisti. Nisti is to not be. It's so
1: non existence. Non existence. So, so in, in the, the end, end, yeah, and because in the end. Will cease to be. Will cease to be. This is the fourth line, by the way. Yeah. And I love this (laughs) paradox of the duality of... Existence and non-existence. Right. And you see that in Sufi poetry. You see it all over the Masnavi. Right. The the is and isn't. To, yeah. to have, to not have. To be, Nisti to not be.
0: and hasti. It's a state of being. Nisti is the state of not being. Hasti is the state of being.
1: Hast. Yeah. Hast. Hast means to be. To be. And hasti. nist right, exactly. is to not be. So, <inaudible> Because at the end, this universe goes to nothing, because you're going to die, essentially, he's saying. Mm -hmm. So the first two lines, he's saying, Chayam, if you're having a drink, enjoy it. If you're sitting next to a babe, enjoy it. Because, you know, you're going to die one day. And since you're going to die one day, just assume you're already dead. But since you're actually not dead... Be happy. (laughs)
0: That's right. So, so so that last line—that's what it's saying. It's saying "Ingar kenisti." It's as if you're already not
1: here. So, if you're going through a panic attack, (laughs) and if you're, and if you're, you know, having a really rough time because you, you're just like, "What do I do?" We have President Trump, you know, as our (laughs) president. I would say this is the type of mantra, and this is the type of poem that one would read to seize the moment. Exactly. Carpe diem.
0: And a lot of people, you know, go through near-death experiences in order to have this feeling. Like, all of a sudden, they go through near-death death, death experience and they realize the difference between alive and dead is just a very thin line. Yes. And so that makes them appreciate life already. So this poem is saying, without the near-death experience, just assume that you're already gone. Whoa. And then realize, oh, actually, I'm still here. Okay, cool. Being is so much better than not being, so I should be glad. And I, I feel like it's also... It's talking about very simple pleasures. He's not saying if you're vacationing in Europe, be glad. You know, he's saying if you're even sitting in the presence of a beautiful person. Yeah. Like these are the things that give life meaning, you know. Yeah. It's getting drunk off of wine, good food, good friends, beautiful. Surrounding yourself with beautiful things. Mm-hmm. That's what gives life meaning. And just take in these simple pleasures and be glad that you're around these simple mm-hmm. pleasures. That's all it is. It's that's very simple it and very then, beautiful. Then,
1: then why, why, why are why is everyone stressing out all the time? <laughs> I, I see it all the time. They need more chayam. They need more chayam, and uh, they they need more poetry in their lives, Definitely. whether it be Persian poetry or or English poetry or whatnot. And that's
0: what my grandfather always said. These poems are an instruction for living, and so that's why he wrote them out for us in these books. He said, "We don't need to look to anything else. We just." We have these instructions for for living and this is what we have to follow, these rules we have to follow. And I thought that this poem is a beautiful one.
1: It is, and and it's I've I've known it through Layla for some time. <laughs> I, I I say it very lovingly because Layla and I actually something that's interesting about Carpe Diem and Chayom is We've been having poetry sit-downs together for roughly two decades mm-hmm. now, which is not a small amount of time. Makes me feel my my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> but Chaim uh, is one of those uh, poets that uh, it has is not only very celebrated amongst Iranians, but also uh, it, it was um, translated by Fitzgerald. Right, that's right, um, Edward Fitzgerald. Edward Fitzgerald, way, way, um, right. And I, I almost want to say the, the 17th or 18th century. Uh, I believe he he translated it. We'll have to look. And, that up. We, we got to look that up. But, but the whole point is, I I know that he. That Chayyim was imported by the West as as Carpe Diem. Mm-hmm. and and I think it was it was easily digestible because uh, because of its simplicity and its quatrains, uh, and because of the fact that its its message was not gonna really shy anyone away or or to to cause you know any sort of uh, controversy because right. who can really you know, go up against such a simple statement as, like...
0: Right. But, you know, these simple statements, like, I remember the Dalai Lama came and talked when we were in school. Did you go to that?
1: I did. (laughs) Okay.
0: And I remember at the time, I was just thinking, this is all things that I... He said such simple things, like, love is important and this and that. And afterwards, I felt so underwhelmed. But here years later right. those words that he said have just stayed with me and really infiltrated my being and very simple things like this like just be glad what mm-hmm. are you doing mm-hmm. worrying be glad mm-hmm. you know and i feel like it's these very simple mantras that give life meaning even though when you read it it sounds very simple
1: right and and i love you brought dalai lama because you know buddhism actually has become uh, a way of living for me too. Uh-huh. I, I, I have been going to a, a Buddhist uh, uh, monastery in, in New Mexico, as mm-hmm. you're aware of, with my my right. dear teacher and and Hosan. And for her, she's she's a Buddhist of the Japanese sect, and mm-hmm. really beautiful um, uh, meditation sessions I've had with her, where right. where we do shoot off into the ether, and when I speak to her. She speaks to me as if it's Chaya. Constant reminder that there is nothing but gratitude and and beauty and celebration of the moment. Well, Well, I think that was
0: a short, sweet, beautiful poem. We're trying to (laughs) extend it as much as possible. (laughs) And this is one that I really (laughs) hope that the listeners will send in. This, like I said, is near and dear to my heart. Everyone should memorize this. And whenever you're feeling down, you should repeat it to yourself.
1: And please have a glass of wine with right. a moon faced friend <laughs> sitting right next to you. Yep. Curate the same scene that <laughs> Chaim was at. Definitely. And you know, have a conversation with yourself. And actually not only take video and send send us this, but do it for yourself. I
0: love that. I love that. Do it that. for
1: yourself first. Like <laughs> recite these things for yourself. Because this is a voice from the twelfth century coming back to us to tell us to chill out. <laughs> that's not a bad.
0: And Khayyam lived till he was 82 years old, but eventually he is gone. And you're right, you know, writing endures throughout that's centuries. And that's
1: we... why he lived up to his 80s. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: right. Well, thank you, Fayed, for coming thank being with you. us again. Of and course. listeners, please go on our website. We have a brand new poetry page that we're very excited about. You can read about the different poems that we're or the poets that we have been discussing. You can go through the poems and we'll have you know we'll fill it out with the um, translations of poems that Farid's been doing and and a lot more goodies on there awesome so see you guys next time thank you Farid for being with us thank you uh, bye